This is the Money Unleashed podcast, a look at the financial issues facing investors and those getting ready for retirement. Here's the president of the Hoffman Financial Group, Chris Hoffman, and his co-host, Randy Cook. Well, I always like to do at least one story about 401ks on the show because so many of us have money in a 401k. And this recently came up. Susie Orman, the financial advice celebrity, says people are crazy. Quote, unquote, air quotes. They're crazy <laughs> if they're putting money in a 401k. And I thought, wow, that's a pretty strong statement. She, the whole article was pushing people more toward Roth. But have conditions changed so much, Chris, that the 401k is outdated? That seems well, crazy. Well, only the fact that now it's showing its flaws after years and years and years of being touted and revamped and then we go through 2008 2009 and everybody loses 30 percent plus and they say oh we're sorry we didn't have the right mix and now we want to move to target date funds and it's just this big wall street marketing ploy that i think is very inefficient so am i a big fan of the 401k structure no but saying you're crazy to contribute to your 401k i mean what are your other options right right yeah. so okay don't contribute to your 401k. Do all after-tax investing. Well, you know, that doesn't allow you to get that pre-tax compounding of gains without paying taxes on it, which can be very, very powerful over a long period of time. So that's one option. I guess you could go after-tax monies. They also talk about Roth contributions. Well, what happens if you make too much money? Mm -hmm. What if you're highly compensated and you can't, you don't qualify for Roth contributions? Or even if you do qualify for Roth contributions, you can't put that much money in them. Yep. Six, seven thousand, right? Yeah. So how do you build the retirement plan that you dream of with six, seven thousand dollar contributions? Now, a Roth 401k, for those of you that are listening that have a Roth 401k option, this is a big discussion with my clients and I what percentage of your portfolio or your contributions in your 401k portfolio should go into Roth? Is it 50-50? Are you too heavily invested in the pre-tax and tax brackets are relatively low right now? Is now the time to switch to a more aggressive Roth 401k stance? Mm -hmm. But, you know, all of this is so narrowly channeled by the government. I mean, the IRS sets all the rules on how much pre-tax you can do, and here's a Roth IRA, but you can't contribute, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's the tax laws that are narrowing us down this channel and pushing us into pre-tax 401k monies. And I'm waiting for the government, and I hope that eventually they get to this point where they offer more retirement platforms. For instance, do your 401ks offer insurance products as an investment platform? You can invest in annuities or life insurance. I'm not talking about providing life insurance at one times your salary or two times your salary for those executives out there. I'm talking about it as an investment portfolio and also, God forbid, you pass away prematurely providing a tax-free death benefit for your heirs. What about annuities that provide a guaranteed lifetime income stream? used to be pensions. Those have gone basically away or a lot of them are in jeopardy. Why are they not introducing individual opportunities for you to connect with a life insurance company to purchase income annuities? That way you can monitor when I reach this age, social security, my income annuity, dividends and interest, and here's how much is my baseline of income 
per year that I can generate. And that was one of the things that came up in the SECURE Act, that those things could be put into a 401k plan. But I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody who has that yet. That that discussion is not there yet. I haven't had one client come into my office and say, hey, we need to talk about my 401k because they now offer insurance products. Right. You know, what about real estate and hard assets? Can you do anything to build up a base of rental properties, either in a shared environment or individually? What about private equity funds? There's just nothing, you know, do they allow you to put in post-tax stock investments? So be taxed on it on the front end, put it into stocks, get qualified dividends and long-term capital gains. Like who's coaching the employee on how to invest? And financial literacy and competence is a key where right now we're saying, oh, well, we're a company that wants you to focus on our company, right? And on your job 24 by 7. Why would we want to educate you on investing and take that time away from the company? So I'm standing here saying, where do people get the base of knowledge to know how to invest, what to invest in? They don't. They're told to throw it in a 401k company. The company hires what I think is a very flawed investment group to manage it. And I talked to somebody last week about it, and I won't name the company, but they manage the 401k plan. And he says, yeah, they just manage it inside the choices in the 401k. And I said, well, do you have a brokerage link? And he said, yeah, they moved it from my brokerage link back into all these other mutual funds and target date funds. And I go, well, move it back. I'll manage it for you. Uh And we'll pick the equities or the portfolio that you want and is best for you, not what's best for the 401k company and the manager of the 401k. So, you know, is a 401k bad? I think it is. Do we have many other options? Will you do if you engage an advisor? But you don't if you're just putting your head down, being a good worker bee, and throwing all of your eligible money into your 401k and just allocating it among those funds. I mean, target date funds, we've talked about them for a while. A target date fund is designed to become less and less and less aggressive or more conservative as as you get toward your retirement date. Well... When the market dropped 30%, that was a good place to check it. And Morningstar did just that. They said, what are the target date funds doing right now? And they found they were down anywhere from 13 to 23%. (laughs) Chris, that is not what this is supposed to be. Yeah, it's a marketing ploy on Wall Street. And they started touting it after 2008. Hey, we're sorry about all the mutual fund losses. You know, I know this is your retirement funds and we shouldn't be losing 30 or 40%. So let's get into the target date funds. And I remember Mad Money Kramer came out with an article that said he studied the 2008 Great Recession and he looked at the 2010 target date funds Mm -hmm. and they lost an average of 20%. So you're you're two years away from retirement. You say, I really kind of want to be conservative. I could understand losing two, three, four percent of my assets. And you wake up and you look and you go, my retirement target fund that I'm two years away from retiring lost 20%. And now you're looking at the same thing happening, what, 10 years later? Nobody's learned a lesson here. Yeah, 13 to 23%. And if you go in, and we study it all the time, if you go in and you study and you can pull up the asset allocation on a 2030 fund or a 2050 fund, 
there is virtually no difference in the allocation. It's the same amount of bonds and the same amount of stocks in all of the target date funds. And it drives me nuts to think that people are convinced that their financial team is actually rebalancing this portfolio effectively. Now, I'm sure they're rebalancing it and going in and out of stocks and in and out of bonds, but it does not appear to me to have any correlation to protecting the individual investor. Evidenced by it is nothing in the portfolio is safe from loss except for cash. And obviously you don't wanna pay them to have cash. So they have very little cash and they move things to bonds. And those bond funds and those bond portfolios can lose value. So target date funds, they're out. Mutual funds, I mean, I said it before that index funds were preferable in a 401k, but since the index funds has the good and the bad, we were talking about the needle in the haystack. Mm -hmm. What if we can mm -hmm. find the big needle? You know, I prefer brokerage link number one. So let's go through this. 401k, if you have the option of doing a Roth 401k, you've got to consider it. And I can't tell you how much, what percentage to put in it unless we meet and I understand your full circumstances. But Roth 401k, got to consider it. Brokerage link, where you move it to your control and basically your advisor's control so they can tell you, okay, we're going to buy these set of equities or these set of investments. I think that's much better than succumbing to the choices inside your 401k. If that's not enough, so if you don't have a Roth and you don't have brokerage link, the next choice would be either index funds because they're low cost or looking at, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but looking at actively traded mutual funds that maybe can position you to take advantage of the Microsofts and the Apples of the world versus being just overall and overarching and getting hurt by the airlines and the restaurants and the hotels. So, but that's something you got to analyze with your advisor. And it's not something to analyze through the 401k advisory team. <laughs> they have, I think they've got a conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. They're trying to keep the money in the 401k. If you're 59 and a half, you can do an in-service withdrawal and roll that over to an IRA. I'll slow down and calm down and not overwhelm this conversation. But if you have a 401k, now is the time to talk to a an advisor that you can trust and you have confidence in that can give you a full scope of all the options. Now is not a time if you've got 100,000, 200,000, 300,000, a million, 2 million, 5 million, do not stick your head in the sand and think that your 401k will serve you as well as you can serve yourself with a good advisory team in balancing it across several different asset classes and options for you. And I'm not saying all of the investments in a 401k aren't good. I'm not saying you don't have some funds that have done phenomenally well, but as an overall plan pre-retirement, not a good choice. I would recommend you take a look at some of your other options. Thanks for listening to the Money Unleashed podcast with Chris Hoffman. To find out more about the Hoffman Financial Group, go to UnleashYourMoney.com and join Chris for his radio show, Money Unleashed, Sunday afternoons at 5 on WSB Radio Atlanta.
Chris Hoffman is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The Hoffman Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., and WSB Radio are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance licensed in Georgia number 163546.